Welcome to SASCast. This is Sarah and Amber. Hi, Amber. Hello. Hello. It's Pierre. That's what I think. Little girl. That's what my good friend Heather used to call the prank call me because we had this guy in our class named Pierre, and she'd be like, Hello, it's Pierre. I don't know why we thought that was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> Heather, if you're listening to this, DM me. How the hell are you? Oh, there's Pierre there. <gasps> Little girl. What's that from? Mary. Oh, that's right. Okay. So, oh my gosh, do we have so much? Now we have to tell our listeners twofold. One, we're reviewing Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Number two, we are adding a special add-on to this episode. For Real Housewives of Orange County, episode two. So we are doing it because we will tell you why when we get to that time. We are going to tell them why we're going to maybe continue watching Real Housewives of Orange County. We have not committed. No, we are. We're going to continue watching. We're not sure if we're going to do two separate episodes of this podcast or whether we'll just add OC on to them. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. We're going to keep watching. We know a lot of people are loving it. There's some things about it that I think are interesting. We can talk about Okay. Them. All right. Well, let's get into the good stuff. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Who do you want to start with today? Uh, let's start with Jen since we haven't talked about her this Oh, time. my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know what to say. I don't know what to say. Okay. So the one thing I would say, because I didn't know what to say, but I know now. I did have, again, you know me. I get this way. I had compassion when she was talking about them breaking the house into the house to arrest Omar and her other family members. And they took him out at gunpoint with the AR 15s. I, I had a problem with that. So I totally agree with you. I think that, but I think it's common knowledge that law enforcement is ridiculous. And we're drinking my drink. Uh, law enforcement's ridiculous in terms of how overboard they go when they're arresting people They'd already taken Jen into custody, supposedly. Yeah. I'd made that assumption. Yeah. And then what are they doing? They're going into her house, what, to secure documents or computers? Maybe that is the case. But why do you need to be like that? Like, I, I totally agree. I didn't have compassion for Jen, though. She's the one who put those everybody in that situation. They wouldn't be coming to her house, breaking down her door, putting her kids in handcuffs if she hadn't committed these crimes. Allegedly. allegedly. But guess what? Her no, not actual assistant, because now she's denying that, just pled guilty. So, um, yeah. Again, and he is not again. her assistant, Sarah. Okay, let's talk about that. Oh, my God. When she said that he is not her assistant and then he has other businesses that he runs, I was going to flip my switch. Well, okay, so they showed... Who was another Watch What Happens Live? It was either Heather or... No, it was Whitney. She was saying that Stu was Jen's best friend. Well, yeah. was his friend. Yeah. Do you and not so, remember the snowshoe yes, episodes when they went episode, snowshoeing? Yeah. And then how she always would call him assistant. Bravo used little labels in the first season saying Jen's assistant. So, like, I don't think he was her assistant. He's her co-conspirator. Yeah, he's her co-conspirator. But she called him an assistant. And she remember she fed him the banana when they're working on the computer. That was weird. Like, like while she while you're making me money. That's yeah, what she said. yeah, while you're making me money whatever yeah i don't know I, I, so do i think that uh anybody in her family should have been uh handcuffed and taken out at gunpoint from her home no i don't i mean no what 
just do they really think any of the people in that house are are destroyed? Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess somebody could be destroyed. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, they I could be. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't know. I just think that they could have done it differently. I, I, I totally it thought they could have done it differently. But I didn't feel sorry for Jen. I felt sorry for her kids. Yeah, I, I guess that's what I that's what I felt. I just didn't articulate it well. Yeah. Yeah, and then let's just talk about the state house. So that they went, that Heather and Jen Har- went to Harbor Harbor Steak and Seafood. It was called. I just yeah. want to talk about it because I love food. Um, never heard of that place. No, I haven't either. It looked real nice inside, I felt like. Well, it kind of did because I noticed it had like these white tablecloths. And then on the second time I watched it, it had these little wicker chairs. Oh, I don't like that. I was chairs. like, I'm not sure that look goes together. The the wedge salad that Heather was eating looked very delicious. Yeah, the wedge salad's all, well, it's always a winner. Winner, winner. Yeah, you, can't, you know what, you guys, you can't script a wedge salad. You Go cannot script Here, Let me tell you how salad. to make it. Go to the gro- This is the easy man's wedge salad. Go to the grocery store, buy yourself an iceberg lettuce, buy yourself some bacon bits. If you can't be bothered to cook <laughs> your own bacon, buy yourself some actual blue cheese dressing, buy yourself some tomatoes. What else am I missing? Tomatoes, bacon, some red onions. Yeah. No, some red onions. Yeah. Chop, chop. Call it a day. Call it a day. You've got yourself a wedge salad. So if anybody screws up a wedge salad at a restaurant, you know it's a bad place and you should not be eating there. Yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah. Anyway. um, So yeah, the Jen thing, she's sitting down with Heather talking about it. Heather's having a lot of empathy for Jen because she was comparing it to when she left the church and got divorced and she just wanted support. So she vowed to be Jen's friend no matter what. You know, I'll give Heather a little bit of credit for that right in that moment. She right. doesn't know what Jen did or didn't do. Right. So, okay. right, right. I mean, I think it was a fine enough between the two of them. I wasn't, you know, rooting for anybody or not rooting for somebody. But, you know, and I just think, oh, Jen, you're in a lot of trouble, my friend. A lot of trouble. Oh, my God. Right. And who cares? So what do you think about <laughs> the whole Omar thing? I mean, excuse me, Sheree. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about Sheree. Yeah. So when they were sitting there and. She basically was, you know, I'm innocent. Um, and then they talked about having to have her bail money. And then they talked a lot about his family not being there for her during this time. Well, no, basically she was saying nobody was there. Nobody her. was there for her. Yeah. yeah. And then he was very defensive about that. Very defensive. He said, everybody's been here for you. You changed phones. I've been the gatekeeper, meaning mm-hmm. I've been answering the phone and answering mm-hmm. the inquiries about you. And everybody's been trying to make sure that you're okay. And he seemed real mad. Well, and yeah. he also seemed very committed. He seemed mad and committed. Because he basically like, said he wasn't going to leave her. He did say that. Yeah. And, and the, the real question for is- For good, good or bad, for better or for worse. Well, I mean, I, you, I- Let me just say this. I'm not going to judge that. For worse doesn't mean you doing worse, in my opinion. When you vow to be with somebody for better or for worse, that means outside forces are making it worse, in my opinion. It's not about you yes. going out and committing crimes yes. and that's the worst that your partner has to deal with. Right. I don't think so at all. No. I can promise you, Amber, if you committed, you know, money laundering and wire fraud and you were duping old people, I would not be staying with you. I don't. And I think you would say the same thing to I me. hundred percent agree. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I well, anyway, so they're going to stay together. It looks like. Well, we don't know. She's going to prison for like, honestly, she's six, eight for like, years. I, think I bet you she eight gets to 10. Okay. She, I think she's going to get sentenced to eight to 10 and then she's going to get after, after three and a half, because they're going to have a COVID outbreak and she'll be on good behavior. And that's just not right for what people do to people. I don't know. If I had to go to prison for three years, ugh, that'd be awful. You know, if you went to prison, well, it's better than eight or 10. 
So I'll just say this. When I was younger, I'm 51 now. When I was younger, I used to think I could totally kick ass in prison. Like I would. What? Oh, yeah. I thought to myself, you want to know what? I'm not saying I'd be the leader or anything, but I would do just fucking fine. I would I would find myself my little group. I would be the little, you know, spark plug that they all wanted to hang out with. I would be, I'd be fine in prison. I'm not feeling that way anymore, Amber. I feel old and tired. Mm. I feel like that I would just be like, oh God, I can't deal with you ladies. (laughs) I know. I know. I would do, I think, well, I would really like the, you wouldn't do well in prison. I would like the group, the team building that we would do. And I would like the friendships that I would build. Like I'd be like Martha Stewart. I think I'd be make the best of it. And come out with going, you know, there's some really great people in there who've lived a life of hard knocks. There's not going to be any team building if you go to prison. You would be stuck with the white supremacists. I would build the team. It, within the white supremacist group? Why, why, why am I with the white supremacists? Have you looked in the mirror? Nobody else is letting you into their group, Amber. <laughs> Luckily, I have some options. <laughs> well, I wasn't the one as a kid imagining that I was going to be fine in prison. That was you. Why were you imagining I, not that? as a child? I as, when I would watch Orange Is the New Black. Oh, I thought you. I honestly thought you when you were a kid, you dreamt <laughs> oh, of how no. you were going to be good in prison. I was just like, really, you thought of that? No. Okay. As an adult, as a young adult. Okay, we're on the same page. And I didn't now. think about actually going to prison. I just literally thought, don't oh. you think they dramatize it and it make it like they, they have it, this? It seems kind of cool. Yeah, there's it. nothing cool. There's about nothing it. cool. Listen. As we know, yeah. a close family member, yeah. I won't mention any names or identifying information, although some of you know who I'm referring to, spent not in prison, but spent an entire year almost in jail because prison was too crowded and they had to stay in jail. Mm-hmm. And I promise you, it was no fun and games. And one of the things that I really took away from that person's experience, I'm not going to even identify gender, is that it was freezing cold in there. There was, oh, they don't give you hardly do any horrible. blankets. Yeah, they don't give you hardly any blankets. You're freezing to death oh. in your bunk. And then, of course, the food is horrific. Oh, I would do horrible just yeah. on the cold. Yeah. Maybe you think of Alcatraz and that wind just oh, whipping God. through Alcatraz. You guys, I have air conditioning on myself while I'm sleeping like that. I well, mean, that's what that was running is air, constant air oh conditioning. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'd have to just be drugged up. I'd have to get a psychiatrist who gave me drugs. So let's talk about Whitney. <laughs> like I'm, I'm I, you know, Sorry. Whitney is really concerning me right now. Because Whitney's usually gen, gen, generally my favorite. No, Heather is, but nonetheless, Whitney comes on strong, but boy, she took a dive, like a reality dive this week. Well, no, she only did one, two things wrong. Oh, I'll tell you what they are. Okay. And you can tell me if you do agree or disagree. First off, she talked nonstop about how she was rebranding her uh, beauty line. Is it like- Iris and Bow to Wild Rose. Yes. But- Despite that, the entire episode, she's wearing Iris and Bow. Yeah, branded, I didn't even understand that. Like, you just interrupted. Branded outfits. I know. And, and why? Then, and he why? had his life advantage, which we got to look that? that up. Because you know that's a, you know, it's vitamin related. Life vantage, right? Life, life vantage. And it's vitamins, it's nutrients or something. And you know it's a pyramid scheme. You know it. Because it's in Utah. And anyway... The whole thing about her needing to get a loan, she's applied for a loan and needs him to co-sign. Well, and that she spent like, yeah. And by the way, I just looked it up. You guys, it is like a supplement. Yeah, no. It's Duh. a supplement. Duh. You guys, don't pay money for supplements. Right. Jesus. Ugh. Just eat some fresh vegetables and call it a day. Um, 
so she then she talked to Justin about how she's going to spend all their life savings on rebrand. Though they already have half their life savings. Then she needs a minimum two hundred fifty thousand if they can't get the million dollar loan that he has to co-sign for. And then she says, "I'm really bad with money." And then her photo shoot in her house at daybreak is twenty thousand dollars. That didn't make sense. I, none of it did. Because I'm telling you what, none that, of it did. That photo shoot, and then let's daybreak, which is where is the neighborhood she lives, and we'll talk about it in a second. But that photo shoot couldn't have cost more than a few thousand dollars. What is she spending all that money? I on? have no idea. That's the whole point. By the way, they didn't have any branded for the photo shoot. They didn't have any branded outfits. No, on. they all have white like those dresses. Yeah, that was with weird. flowers. Yeah, there flowers was nothing and, about the and brand the, and the dog. Yeah, holding it, which is cute. I like the dog, but whatever. What does that have to do with anything? Oh, Whitney, you need help. You well, need help. I don't think she's thought this through well. And by the way, if Ramona Singer, who I consider to be a real horrible person, but also a good businesswoman, if she couldn't make her beauty line actually make it, Whitney Rose isn't going to make hers. Like, there's no way Ramona's actually had successful businesses. Did Ramona's not work? No, did not work. Yeah, neither did Ramona's Pinot Grigio either, remember? Are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean, her one her thing that works was her exercise stuff. Got but it. her, I don't think her beauty line or anything succeeded. And you know, Ramona's no dummy. No, I know. I know. I'm very worried for Whitney. I mean, wouldn't you just look around at the other housewives and go, does anybody really have a successful beauty line? If the answer is no, why would you be doing it? Well, that on top of that, remember when they, who was it talking about how, how, hard the beauty brand business was to get into i don't know oh my it's just whatever who's buying that shit i put nothing on my face except for cetaphil lotion (laughs) (laughs) why because it's covid yeah who cares anymore well you also have really beautiful like skin well no i'm just saying you guys didn't we all somewhat give up are we really buying expensive beauty products no we're not i don't know we're not i told amber i did say to amber recently that come January, and I should make this appointment when I when we get back, we're going on just a little quick little trip. I should make an appointment with the dermatologist because I do need to do like some Botox or I, just because it would make me feel better, not because I have to people. But, you know, I just feel like that for the last two years, Amber, I didn't give a shit. No one, no one did, Sarah. It's I not put just some, you. I'll just put like for Zoom meetings, I put some foundation on, some eyeliner yeah, and call mascara it a day. and call it a day. Call and I'm thinking day. to myself, God, and I... I do have big bags and all. We well, can we that. talk about Meredith's face? Yeah, let's talk about that because that's a good transition. I, she's yeah, such I'm, a naturally pretty woman. I don't understand why she's doing what she's doing to her face. She didn't start out with this last year with her face like this is now. No, she looked much better last yeah, year. Yeah, it was more natural looking. I mean, uh, you know, this this frozen in time, like this frozen well, startled face. It's the filler. Is that what it is? Yep. It's the, she's filled out her face to, to extreme. You know who else has done that? Kristen, Kristen, no, Kristen Dave. Well, maybe, I don't know. Kristen Davis on. Oh, I didn't uh, think she looked that bad. Oh, Amber. Have, did you not see her? Her cheeks are totally sticking out in an, in like the people have been talking about it nonstop. Oh, I have to look at it. It does not look natural. I didn't, it didn't notice that. I thought just Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker looked amazing. Well, she looks herself. And Cynthia Nixon looked great. No, you got a face there. She no, not she didn't look good. No, and nobody thinks Cynthia Nixon looked. I mean, like Cynthia Nixon looked like herself. So, so be it. I let me just say that I, that's rude. She looked fine. Uh, yeah, I don't she know didn't why. look. She didn't look like. I mean, like well, the way that Meredith looked a year ago, she looked very good for her. I'm sure she's like 49, 50 years old. 
She looked really good. She looked pretty natural. And now you fucking don't even recognize her. I know. I totally agree. I totally it's agree. Bizarre. At least she and Lisa are wearing different hairdos because now yeah, you can tell the difference. Remember, we couldn't tell the difference between those two last year. Not even a joke. Now they look vastly different. They look vastly different. And could you believe their little fight they got into? Like, I think they're going into a not a good direction well, right now. He- or Lisa's fighting with everybody. And by the way, Lisa can't ride a horse. And Meredith can yeah, she can, but Lisa is so, <laughs> she can't help herself. She cannot help herself and get ahead of this, anything, because she has, she is just, wherever she goes, she's like a little Tasmanian devil that just brings trouble. Yeah. Whitney and Heather, bad weather. Um, that's what she likes to say yeah. about trouble. Uh, let's put it to this way. She's become somebody who's necessary for the show, however. I will say that. Yeah, she's done a good job for herself. A lot of people are not liking her. Yep. And we talk about it nonstop. Yep. She definitely has a storyline. Yeah. yeah. I love how she just ordered John. John's like, I'm going to go get a drink. And she's like, no, you're not. Stay there. Because she got a text from. Yeah. Jen. And then she just keeps talking. Do you think he gives a shit about this? That yeah. He has to act interested, but you, he seems normal. I like no, him. he's totally like, he's just a little, he's just milk toast. I don't understand what Lisa Barlow's getting out of this. Of what? Being on the show. Oh, fame? she's getting, just yeah, fame? absolutely. Ego. Ego. That's fame. what they're all getting. Because you guys, I don't think they get paid. They cannot pay me enough to be on television. Although if they did do Real Housewives, Real Lesbian Housewives of San Francisco, so it would be Rolos, then I would, I'd be on it. No, they would never cast us in Real Lesbian Housewives of San Francisco. They might, however, cast us in Real Lesbian Housewives of Salt Lake. But there's way more interesting lesbians in San Francisco. I know. Than You're us. Right. Than us. No, yeah. the Oakland. Yeah, but nonetheless. Yeah, it would be real lesbian houses in Oakland. O- Oakland. That's where all the that's cool where all the cool are. lesbians are. And then we're just out in our sunset. Okay, so um okay, oh, about what it? about Mary? Oh, Mary, Mary. Well, wait, let's talk Heather and then we'll talk Mary at the end. Okay. Okay, so Heather. Heather, you know, I mean, we kind of already talked about her. She's doing what she's supposed to be doing. She's being a good friend to yeah to Jen. She's not. I a like. I really like Heather. I do too. There's been nothing's going on storyline for Heather, her. Okay, yeah. Let's think. Is there a storyline going on with Heather? No. You're right. Something comes You're up right. at the towards this season with her husband. Oh, they they showed some previews with her ex husband. Excuse okay, me. Okay, he does not look well. No, no, he doesn't. So let me just put this out there because yeah. this is a little little piece of info about Heather. Yeah. Oh, and then we have to talk about Jenny too. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I, I don't think this is anything that I need to keep secret. I went to high school at Olympus here in Salt Lake city and my, one of my favorite teachers, I had two favorite teachers, yeah, one of my favorite teachers, Mrs. Spackman, who is now a state, uh, representative here in Utah, um, Carol Spackman Moss, please vote for her in the next election. Um, she, apparently she was at fashion place mall. She posted this on her Instagram or Facebook. I forget which. And ran into Heather Gay, who is a former student of hers as well. AP English. AP English. And she posted a picture of, of her and Heather. Um, and Heather looked good. Heather looked great. Yeah, in that Heather picture. looked really good in that picture. And then I thought to myself, oh, I guess Mrs. Batman likes Heather the best out of all of us. I know. Out of her tens, of, told th- me tens of thousands of students. You told me you were going to DM Heather to say we went to school together and you never have. It's like you have. That happened like two days ago. I'll do that. So okay, you've ha- fallen down. She, she must be two or three years younger than me, mm-hmm. though. I think so. Because my sister didn't know her, although my sister didn't wasn't in the same classes. My sister could be her same age. Ooh, that's right. Yeah. Huh. Anyway. Anyway, so that's 
that's all we have to say about Heather right now. Yeah. What about we what if, talk about Jenny? Because we have some news about her too. Yeah, go for it. Okay, so oh god, I love that guys, Carlin. That, you guys, that I was love a breath of fresh air. I love that Carlin. You can't. And I, I'll be honest with you, I generally do not like when kids are on shows and they're trying to make them like little adults. I don't like that. I can't. I can't get enough of this kid. That kid is a natural born star. Oh, she is. Did you did you notice Amber when they were walking into the uh, Vietnamese restaurant, which we'll talk about in a second? that she grabbed onto Jenny's hand and then kissed her mom's hand. Yes. That was the most adorable thing. I know that little girl. She I, is I wish magical. She were, yeah. She's magical. I wish she were my little I mean, girl. She is. I, I don't know. She, I have a feeling she one is a chatterbox and two. She's so damn curious. Yeah. No, she's adorable. She is adorable. I loved it when she was doing her food critique and, yeah. and you thought that maybe she didn't like the food. That was interesting. And yeah. then at the end, I, she does the double thumbs I like up. that. And she's like, interesting texture. I know. And you're like, ooh, <laughs> is that not good? Um, okay. So I was, I was here uh, watching the show with my close friend. I won't mention her name in case she doesn't want to know. My friend who I've known for well over 20 years. 30 years probably at this point. Yeah. And um, she's, we're watching that scene and she's like, Oh my gosh, that's my client. So the owner of the Vietnamese restaurant, her name, she goes by Maggie is her American name. And that is my friend's client. So she knows that woman very well. And apparently that's a really good restaurant. Yeah, we got to go try it. Try it out. Yeah, Yeah. I want to try it. Yeah. Oh, but that is just too cute. Too cute. That was a cute, cute scene. And by the way, I needed that. I did too. Exactly. I really did. But Sarah... We are saving the best for the last. All right. Yeah. Let's talk about the, the opening scene actually was one of the opening scenes with Mary. And then we could just bring it on down with her when she oh. was yeah, with the closet or, or with the room organizer. Oh my God. She went to get gets the organizer because she's for a hoarder and she takes her into the space to show her all her stuff. And I didn't, I didn't even know what to say. Well, First off, just talk about the comment that she made. It was so disturbing that she basically was just saying that she hasn't talked to her mom in 20 years and that she bonds with her clothes. <laughs> she, she did. She, you guys, she said that she clothes. bonds with the items in her closet. Yeah. Like that's what she said. It was a really sad statement, she but said, not one that made me feel sorry. No. Cause she says, first of all, she said, you know, welcome to look at all my stuff. I don't take people's money. I bonded with things in my closet, more things I have bigger my heart is yeah she actually said that yeah she said that the more things i have the bigger my heart is you guys that's not normal and by the way that's not what somebody who's a a, a minister and a you know teacher of well did christianity you, to say did you see that article that was out i told you about the article i know but did you <laughs> tell our listeners daily beast just released an article i think yesterday or the day before um a bunch of her uh, former uh church members have gone on record saying that it indeed is a cult. Oh my God. That she, that it probably started out a cult with her, with her grandmother actually. And that Mary is the worst. And that she and Robert just basically beg for money constantly. When I say beg, demand money from everybody to the point of people who are on food stamps are handing over their food stamps. <gasps> are you kidding me? Yes. What are they taking their food stamps for? They can go to the grocery store and buy whatever they want with those food stamps. Yeah. Yeah, they're taking people's food stamps, you guys. Allegedly. Whatever. Who cares? It's not a crime. 
I mean, oh, I don't think that's a crime. I mean, goodness. It's a crime. I don't know. She's a horrible person. And I just want to say this as well, Amber. This is really yeah. important. Okay. So last year at the reunion, one of the main topics reunion. of discussion was Mary herself saying that she did a really bad job with her hair, with her wigs, mm-hmm. and that she got a lot of criticism about her wigs, that her hair looked bad last season, and that she was basically going to do better this season. And then guess what, you guys? Every single time I see her with the, her wig on, it is the worst thing I have, uh, the worst wig. I'm like, really? You told us you were going to do better with your wigs. And by I the way, that's that bad. Oh, it's horrific. And her hair, by mm. the way, her natural hair looks wonderful. I don't understand why you're wearing horrible wigs when your natural hair looks great. So either wear a good wig or wear your natural hair that looks better. But don't be wearing bad wigs. I don't need to see that. Yeah. Your natural hair looks fantastic. And by the way, Lisa Barlow. Could you stop doing your hair that way? It seems very outdated. It's called, well, I know that's the style, but she's doing it in a real Morticia Adams style, mm-hmm. like two, I don't know, Adams family. Like it's just not looking so good on her. You yet. know, my mom wrote a review of Real Housewives. Yeah. So I'm going to read it here. Okay. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City was weird. Honestly, I have never run with women that fight about loyalty. Lisa's a shit stir, and you can leave the stir of that description right mm. and you can leave the stir oh she should <laughs> off that description um, she is almost too hard to watch i almost want to mute when she is on i have feeling her hubby, hubby wants to mute her also <laughs> i would never drag my husband into that fray for pete's sakes both my husbands would look at me as if i were deranged they could care less uh, she has been married twice. Yeah. Anyway, that was a good one, mom. Cause I agree with you hundred percent. Yeah. I agree with you. I, I totally do. You know, oh, gosh, you guys, I don't know what to say. This was an average episode. Um, I felt like that. Oh, I'm, there's more. Well, we don't need to read more, okay. but I'm looking forward to next week. I think it's the more the merry. The more the merry, the more the merry, the better. Because Mary's the the show now. I think that what's going to happen with Jen? Nothing. We're not going to find out anything out until next year. Yeah. So I I do think that now we're going to have to stick it with the cult because that's really what what's the going next. on. Yeah. 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 That's what's really going. Well, on. and they're going to have to get a new player. They're going to have to get a new player on the show. Well, she's not going to get her trial's not till March of this year. So they're filming probably right now. We've got a whole nother season of oh, Jen. Thank good goodness. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about Orange County. All right, so we're wrapping that up. We'll, we got more coming up next week, so I'm looking forward to that. But Real Housewives of Orange County is almost unwatchable. So I it know you, is so, so toxic. Can I say, so let me say something about that. You and I both watched it, and we thought it was horrific. because We, we both stopped it, watching it. We, well, we watched the whole thing. We thought it was overly scripted. And we both were really down on it about that. And then I listened to some other reviews, some other podcasts, and people really love it. And I can't figure out if they're just loving it because it's like a drama. soap opera. Like a soap drama. opera, yeah. yeah. Um, so I decided I would take a sort of a fresh look or a fresh opinion of it and try to look at why are people watching? Is there anything to be- It's a, take it's a car crash and people can't stop looking. Well, it's not a car crash. Like So the whole thing revolves around Heather Dubrow, her extreme wealth, and everybody related to that extreme wealth. Well, and, her extreme wealth and complete clueless about what's actually going on in the world. Well, first off, is I think I mentioned this before. One of our favorite podcasts, I highly recommend it, is Bitch Sesh with uh, Casey Wilson and Danielle Schneider. Casey Wilson's an actress. She's pretty well known. And Casey Wilson, apparently one of her close friends, 
went to high school with Heather Dubrow and said that Heather Dubrow was a horrible, horrible bitch in high school, like horrible to everybody. And I believe that. I actually do. I think Heather Dubrow is not actually truly nice. I think she's better. She thinks she's better than everybody else because she's got money, I think. And, you know, I, for, as an example, to, when they were, she was doing the tour with uh, Gina and Emily through the house mm-hmm. that we sort of talked about last week. It's just like a total tone deafness. Remember when she opened up the towel warmer and she's like, here, Gina, come feel the warm towels. No, we don't need to feel the warm towels. Well, like, no. That's taking a whole step too far. Too far, Heather. No, it took too far when she's like, I don't even know how many rooms it has in it. Okay. So then we can come to this week's episode and we don't need to like it go on like and on about just, it. But just miss my, I, that, I, that was a very important contribution. Sorry. Yeah. Which she said, which was, I don't even know how many rooms are in my house. Talk about tone death. It wasn't about the warm towels. It was about the fact she didn't even know how big her house is. Yeah. I, I was literally counting the rooms in my house right now. Yeah, but go ahead. Okay. Thinking, do I know how many rooms are in my house? I could average it, I guess. Uh, three. So Sarah. this week's, there are more than three rooms. Over, I, you're talking about bedrooms. Okay. So this week was the sushi party. Okay. Let's talk about the sushi party. Yeah. First off, it was from Nobu, which he $36,000. And then supposedly nobody ate the sushi. And she threw it away. She threw it away. Did she throw it away? I think so. Why would you not be sending that sushi home with the workers or I don't know if she did. Because I can tell you what, if there were no boo sushi that wasn't being eaten, I could have eaten the entire, as Amber well knows, I could have eaten every last nigiri. Couldn't I, Amber? If nobody else was going to eat that sushi, who would have eaten it? Why did they, why did she decide that they weren't going to have it? it? Because, because that whole scene with, what's her name? The, Nicole. Nicole was scripted. The whole thing was scripted. The whole thing was scripted. So why would she waste food So also in a scripted series? So first off, and let me just go back to the whole storyline that Nicole supposedly got a boob job from Terry and there was something happened that went wrong. According to the story, we don't know if any of this is true. And then Nicole initiated a lawsuit against Terry for this boob job gone wrong. And then, so first off, let me just say this, as I said to Amber, when we were watching the show, if, you know, I'm in a, uh, a service uh, industry that people get sued. If I were having a dinner party and somebody showed up at my dinner party and they at one point had initiated a lawsuit against me, I'd be kicking them out in two seconds straight. Oh, totally. So that didn't make, I mean, just because like, really you're going to my house after you've tried to sue me. I totally agree. Yeah. But secondly, so that, that was the first thing. Why then did Terry and Heather come waltzing on out Terry in his uh, leather jacket, which by the way, it's hilarious. Uh, Casey Wilson was like, oh, I will never wear another leather jacket. After I saw Terry Dubrow, 50-year-old Terry Dubrow. It seemed kind of members only-ish. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Anyway, come waltzing out and they're like, oh, that was in the past. Basically, that's what they were saying. That was in the past. I know. it was, And it was so freaking scripted. Well, the whole thing was. I guess I just don't understand why it was like fine and they weren't upset. That didn't make sense to me. But um, yeah, and then the fact that she was, who was she mad at? Was it Shannon or she was mad at, who was she mad at? Oh, she was, first of all, she was so nasty to Gina when Gina was trying to explain and apologize for why she shouldn't have started this fight, but she was so nasty to her and then to Emily. And then they all got together at the Skinny Margarita convention and they started talking about, you know, oh, it was okay. It's no big deal. You know, I learned and then. Uh, 
We hear some creaking in our house, you guys. I think it's a ghost. I don't think it's a ghost. I don't know what it is, but whatever. And so anyway, Gina was saying how she, in her past relationship, her, was it her boyfriend or was it her husband that cheated on her and brought her to their barbecue? Oh yeah. And he also abused her. Yeah. And she was the only one who didn't know that he was having an affair with this other woman and she felt so stupid. So she felt it was really important that she told Heather that somebody in her house kind of stabbed her in the back. Right. And she didn't want Heather to be the only one not knowing about it. Well, okay. Let's just break this down for a second. So, you know, everybody's down on Shannon uh, storms yeah. at the door because yeah. they say that she set the whole thing up. Storms is her maiden name. Maiden name. Got it. Okay. So why isn't she just going by Shannon Storms? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. She had a terrible divorce. Would you keep your ex? No, last name? no, no, no. Um, so, so Shannon apparently was told who this Nicole woman was. And then she questioned, oh my God, is this Nicole who uh, told me when I knew her that she was suing Terry Dubrow? And then she tells Emily and, and uh, Gina this may be the woman who said that she uh, was suing, suing Terry Dubrow, but don't tell uh, Heather about it. Okay. Well, first off, you know, look, Shannon should have immediately just said to Heather, Hey, I, I think this woman might've told me that she sued your husband. Is it the same person? Like, why wouldn't she do that? Well, why? Because there's not a storyline there. Right. But that being said, I don't actually find anything that Heather, or excuse me, that Shannon did was that wrong. I didn't either. I just kind of don't. I, mean, I don't either. I get it. Shannon's she's a just gossip. Yeah, yeah, she's a gossiper. Yeah. But so, other than that, I mean. Uh, and then by the way, Gina and Emily did promise Shannon that they wouldn't say anything. I know. And now they're coming down on Shannon like, well, fuck her. Uh, yeah. She told us, you know, we, we said we weren't going to say anything and we did, but why is Shannon mad about that? Well, of I mean, I get it. It's a show. I'm not an idiot, but still like, don't act like yeah. what you did was fine. If you promised Shannon, you weren't going to tell. I it know. was weird. The whole thing was just nonsense. The whole was thing nonsense. was nonsense. Oh God. Heather Dubrow, Gina, Emily, Shannon, Nicole, oh, and Jen- Noella. Dr. And Dr. Jen <gasps> okay, Noella. Let's wrap it up with those two. Yeah. So Noella was just taking Shannon's side because why? I don't know. Yeah. Because she's beautiful. I don't know. They have the some weird. I don't know. Yeah. They're not really friends. They're aura. Just, yeah, they partners. Yeah, I think Shannon and Noella were like, we better hang out with each other because nobody else. Yeah, likes us. yeah, exactly. Although I don't know why anybody would like Noella. She's kind of boring. Maybe that was why she wasn't involved in anything. Well, she was smart and staying out of it. Well, not really. If you want to be on the show. Yeah. What about Jen, Doctor Jen? Okay, let's talk about Doctor Jen and her horrific, horrific husband. The worst person on earth is her horrible, horrible husband. Who walks around carrying a chihuahua with his shirt off all the time, talking about how his wife is never home. Why isn't his wife home? Because she's working to support the entire family. <laughs> and he's making her feel guilty about it. That's all. You're totally right. That's all. He's, he's totally horrific. Right. He, he is a character. What? He's horrific, Amber. Just well, yeah. Know. I mean, he, well, I didn't, I didn't appreciate that for sure, but I was trying to understand the relationship a little bit more and they're, I would never put them together. Would you? Yeah, no, she dated it. My opinion, this is just my opinion. She picked him up because he was probably, she thought he was cute. I don't uh-huh. know why. Had a good body or something. I don't know. Who knows? And then, she, you know, she's the successful one. She just decided, okay, well, I'll just marry this, you know, cool surfer guy. And then he can be a stay-at-home dad. Ladies, I'm just going to tell you, give you a little piece of advice. Men too, for that matter. Don't marry somebody who wants to be a stay-at-home person and not work. Because you don't know that you're going to be with them the rest of your life. You just don't. And if you aren't with them the rest of your life, you're still going to be supporting them for the rest of your life. Is that what you want? No. 
find somebody who has a freaking <laughs> career of their own. I'm not saying people shouldn't stay at home for a period of time and take care of their kids. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that people should just not be, in my opinion, do something with your life. Like really Sarah, don't just complain. Children is about is some doing something with your life. I just, uh, okay. Amber's making a joke. I do believe that. I'm not suggesting that's not true. That's actually truly the hardest. I do believe that's, well, I have a harder job than that probably, but as Amber might agree, <laughs> but most people don't have harder jobs than being a parent. I'm right. sure of that. Right. And, but I'm just saying once your kids are 12, 13, 14 years old, they're in school. They don't care about you anymore. I promise you, you know, that don't even try to fool me. I, I, I have friends with kids that age. Um, go do something with your life. Go do something. Totally agree. I, and, totally and, agree. You know, I, I just think that especially women don't want to marry guys they have to take care of because you want to know what you get real women get real mad when they have to pay alimony. You know, I have to give Dr. Jen some credit because last episode you and I questioned it because they were, it was called, it wasn't called a medical spa, but it was called a something funny name. Medical uh, esthetician. Yeah. So I, you know, but I did look her up. She did. She has very good credentials for training. She went to UCLA, UCLA oh. and she's a dermatologist, plastic, plastic surgeon. Oh, so she, and she has some good credentials. I, I did look her up. Um, so I wanted to give credit to where credit's due. Also, I think she looks quite natural. And I thought that the two ladies who yeah, currently have yeah, work, yeah. Um, they look really good. I actually don't, I didn't, I don't think she looks, you know, like she's overdone it on her own yeah. face. There you go. So she'll be interesting to see how she, she works in with everybody. I do know that the divorce with Noelle is coming up very soon. She, they get married and then she finds out he has money issues that he oh. didn't tell her about. Oh, tax they, issues. Yeah. Before they got married. And so some, I think the marriage breaks down. So that's coming up. Okay. Um, so I think, I think we'll, we'll give it a shot. It is a completely scripted show. <laughs> um, and so everybody's probably like, yeah, guys, it's scripted everything you watch, but which is probably true. It's just, uh, it's just obviously scripted. Yeah, obviously scripted. Yes. If you're going to be scripted, just don't let me know. It. Like when we saw the Real Housewives in Salt Lake and they were at the Fresh Wolf event and Meredith was talking to Cameron. Oh, yeah. And they were literally standing on marks reading a script. Yeah. I mean, that's when you're like, you know what? I don't need to watch. I've been watching in The Restless. We kind of talked about that. Yeah. If you're going to script some stuff, which we know you have to, you have to set it up that way, at least do it in a way that it's not obvious. I and totally that Heather agree. Dubrow and Terry marching about with their little They're the worst. Lines, they are the worst. They, they are, are the worst. Horrible. Oh, and their how, kids seem normal. How about, how about that? They Noella, when she runs into the little kid and goes, I'm bisexual too. Yeah. Hi, Max. I'm bisexual too. That was so inappropriate. It was just, well, it's just it's like, what? how old are you? Like, three? Well, it's also inappropriate. Oh, man. By the anyway. way, did Max identify as bisexual? No, you just totally outed Max. Yeah, good point. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, anyway. Yeah, All right, well, we're going to wrap this up. And we will be back this week, um, later this week, Sunday night, I guess, mm, no, wow. about a week from now. And we will- It'll be less than a week. Do our episode again. Yeah. And we'll tack on Real Housewives of Orange County. Yeah. And in the meantime, we hope everybody's doing well. And thanks for listening to Sascats with Sarah and Amber.